Content presented on the following podcast is for information purposes only. The views and opinion expressed from host and caregivers are solely given based on the experiences of the individuals involved. Because each person is so unique, always consult your physician, physical or occupational therapist, or medical and fitness advice. Are you struggling to help your aging parents or disabled spouse to do everyday personal care tasks? Are you concerned about them falling or you injuring yourself? What is the task that is so difficult for you to help them to do? You are not alone. We can help. Finding a Foothold is a weekly podcast show that invites you to call in and tell us your challenge. Here, you can receive practical tips and strategies from an occupational therapist. And here is your host, Consuela Marshall. Hello, welcome to another episode of Finding a Foothold. I'm Consuela, the host, and this is the podcast where caregivers get to call in, leave a voice message telling me their caregiving challenge or concern. And what I do is I take that message and I address that concern or that question here on the podcast. So today, I am going to be ad- addressing a concern that came in from a daughter named Vicki. Vicki is caregiver for her mom. Her mom has really uh, a lot of issues with her diabetes. There are some days when mom's uh, sugar levels drop and she's weak and unstable. And then there are many days when mom is doing fine. She wakes up and they check the blood sugar levels and mom is doing great. And mom is definitely more stable and able to to do things for herself. So the problem Vicky is having is that mom wants Vicky to consistently across the board, help her with all activities. So what that means is on days when mom is weak, Vicki is assisting her out of bed, uh, helping her to go to the bathroom, helping her to get dressed and making sure uh, she's okay. And Vicki pretty much does that every morning because she's really assessing mom to see how mom is feeling that day. And she's she's uh, checking her blood sugar levels. And on the days when mom is really struggling, Vicki's right there to help. The problem is when um, Vicky is doing that assessment, she's there in the morning checking the sugar and she's walking mom to the bathroom and she's really saying, mom's having a good day. Her sugar levels are fine. Yeah, I'll just put her clothes out and I'll let mom dress herself and then mom can come in the kitchen and then we can you know, start our day. But this is the problem. Mom doesn't want to do those things. Mom wants Vicky to help get her dressed she wants Vicky to get the clothes out of the closet. She wants Vicky to be right there in the bathroom, helping her to brush her teeth, reaching her things out of the cabinet that she can easily do. So Vicky's frustration is what she said, is that she is having a hard time encouraging mom to do things for herself. So Vicky's, Vicky's struggle is that she feels like she is doing too much for her mom on those days mom's able to do for herself. And so that was her call into the call-in line. So I have a look, some tips and some tidbits I want to give Vicki about her case and what she can consider doing so that she can encourage mom to do a little bit more for herself. 
Okay, Vicki, I love that question. And I, I see your concern. And I'll just start by saying I had those similar issues with my mom. While my mom, it really wasn't really her blood sugar levels that fluctuated. She was just having a lot of pain because my mom had strokes. And with some of the strokes, uh, it just resulted in her having a lot of aches and pains on that one side of her body. And then some days she just couldn't move that side as easily. And she was having a lot more pain on that side. So on those days, I did have to help her more. And like your mom on the days when I am taking a look at her, even when she's not even noticing, and I'm seeing she's moving that side pretty good today. I'm gonna let her dress herself, or I'm gonna let her um, at least get started and I'll come and I'll help out with her. Now, the problem that was occurring was she wanted the same amount of help every day, just like your mom. And it, it, it can be a little frustrating when you know that on the day when she's doing good, that this should be a day, oh, you can take a little break. You can go drink your coffee a little bit longer. You can just do a little things and just sort of have a good day or a less stressful day because they're having a good day. But sometimes that doesn't always happen because they get caught up in a mindset sometimes that they just cannot do any better. And sometimes we got to take them out of that mode and remind them of the inconsistencies that can happen during a day and how they need to take advantage, take advantage of a good day because that allows for an opportunity for them to build strength and work on some balance things and work on some things that could be of their benefit when they can utilize their body parts to do things like reaching and grabbing and, and carrying things. So you want to encourage them by telling them that, you know what, on the days that you can do more, let's do more, mom. And then to allow them to do that, you really got to have, you know, you got to build up their confidence and you've got to set up the environment so that they are having things accessible so that they can easily do things. So let me see if I can break those down into some steps. So if whatever issue that or concern that you're having and, and you're seeing that mom can do this, I want you to have that particular task set up. You know, it is sort of, it's hard to break habits, especially when you're in there for a while and you're doing it for them, even when they should be doing it for themselves, but you've been doing it. Then you go back in the next day, you're doing it again, and then you're doing it again, then you're doing it again. Guess what? They get accustomed to that. And then when you want to take that away from them all at one time, that can cause some resentment. And they're going to have a little pushback about that. And they're going to probably give you some words or two. Because look, my mom was the same way. What I had to learn was, as I was observing and making notes of her skills for a given day, I had to start coming up with a plan that accommodated those days when she could do more and those days that she couldn't do more. And I had to learn, look, as a therapist, I can go in there and do it all at once. I would like to have the shirt on. Come on, mom, let me get all of that on. Look, stand up. Let me hold you up. Let me, I can get, I can get it done. But that's just wearing me out and giving me more to do during the day. 
But what happens when you uh, come up with a plan and this plan just develops and you know you may not even think of it as a plan but it is when you come up with a day a structure a way of doing things in a system day in and day out and you have accommodations for doing something when this is happening or when this is happening or when this is happening you actually have a plan you have actually developed a plan so what i want you to do is start developing a plan and it doesn't mean snatching back and like i'm not doing anything for her today because i see she can do it yeah you want to get there you want to get there but you don't want to start that day one you want to start that by giving some encouraging words sort of highlighting those things that you see are going well for her today mom your blood sugars are good today look and just getting her to move around a little bit and it's like mom when your blood sugars are good you can do more so look let's let's do this and let's let's start by putting your shirt on let's see how much you can do and you allow them to do that and you continue in that type of a mode as you are assisting them with whatever while i am using dressing this could be quality where on a bad day, you're having to hold them or you got grab bars, hopefully in grab bars. And we'll come to that about how to set up the environment. But we know when you're assessing them and you see this is a good day, you want to point those things out and encourage them to do movements or do a test to perform some part of whatever they're doing. If it's toileting, getting them to do that. So to make that point clear, I want you to like, First of all, encouraging them, don't pull back all at once. When they're having a good day, point that out. And then in getting them to engage in that activity. Now you're right there with them. Now they'll come a little, they may come a part of that task where you're like, I'm gonna go ahead and help them just so that they know I'm here and I'm not just trying to not do anything. And then you're, you're like, well, mom, let me, let me just help you straighten up a little bit. And then you go to the next thing where you have the clothes laid out and that's the the next part you want to set up the the environment to allow them not to use so much energy and wear themselves out or get them in a predicament where they may have a fall so you're always assessing safety you want to come up with a system like mom you're feeling really good so i really want you to let's sit in this chair with armrest on it and i'm gonna set your clothes right there and you be in the room with them and you just sort of encouraging them while you are doing something else that occupies your hands so that you're not tempted to go over there and just do the activity for them. Make sense? So you have freed up your day from that activity. So you want to put the things and make them handy for them to do and make them safe for them to do. And uh, another aspect of that is looking at if they are still needing a little help to do something or there's still a little balance issue with, yeah, but they're a little unstable. You want to stand, be, be next to them when they're standing. Or you want to make sure grab bars, uh, railings, uh, just different things are put in place that allows them to be safe while they are performing that activity. 
And then you slowly, 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 you can leave the room once you know they are safe. You already know they have the strength to do it. Then you want to set up the environment to do it. And then the third thing you want to do is that you want to start separating yourself from that particular task where you're like, Ma, your clothes are out in the bed, they're on the bed. Uh, you know how to sit in a chair. Go ahead and get dressed. I am starting breakfast. So you are giving them more of a responsibility for taking care of themselves. So I hope you can see that transition there is that you're assessing what their skill level is and you're adjusting how much you need to help them according to what needs to be done. Now I've given you the scenario if they're having a good day. For those who are not having a good day, they just can't do it. You know, they're never going to be independent. And that wasn't your case because you're saying someday she does have good days, but on the days she does not have a good day, she's weak. That is when you want to make sure her environment is a little bit closer to her so that she doesn't have to get up to go get something or do something without your help. Now, when she needs help, you need to come in the room and help her. But for things that you can set up where she can do herself, I want to encourage you to do that. And look, there is no shame in using a wheelchair on days when she needs it. And that's a big hang up that a lot of patients have, that they don't want a wheelchair. Setting up the environment to allow for use of a wheelchair on a day that a person's at risk for falls is a safe option. It allows them to get from one room to the other. You want to allow, find ways to allow them to have more independence, even on a weekday, meaning a week. I mean, seven days a week, but on a weakness day. If they can't stand up in the bathroom to brush their teeth, then you need to maybe have a side table, a table where you have an alternate way of them doing it so that you're not having to you know, stand there and do it for them. So you want to develop a plan, a strategy, where on a weekday, you still want to minimize what you're doing. And it may take you a while to do it. It's just setting up the environment that even though they are weak, they're going to get to this point and then I'll come help them. Or, and you're going to have all the safeguards in place on how to keep them safe on a weakness day. So Vicki, I hope this helps you. Um, in trying to decrease how much you're helping her, your mom, on a day when she can do more for herself. So what I want to do right now is really remind uh, Vicki and to all the caregivers who are listening or looking at the video here that sometimes you need someone else to help orchestrate your caregiving plan. And that plan is, and when you, and I say plan, you know, you think I don't have a plan. Well, yeah, you have a plan. It's just not working. Your plan is the way you are doing things is the plan you've de developed. And if it's not working, then you need a new plan. So if your plan includes you getting up every time they call you and they are upset if you don't get up right away and they are yelling your name repeatedly until you get there, then that is a plan that you have devised. 
And I say, if that is your plan, let's just think about revising that plan. As a caregiver, you have the right to develop a plan that takes into account your needs, your emotional and physical needs, as well as the emotional and physical needs of your care recipient, whether it's your mom, your dad, your sister, whomever. Uh, and that needs, and that plan needs to be to include those two different aspects of when they are having a good day. This is Plan A. When they're having a bad day, this is Plan B. When you're having a good day and you can do things more, uh, you know, then that needs to be a play. That's factored into that as well. And there are days when you just physically or emotionally have too many other things going on to, yes, you still have to provide the care, but then there is different ways of just bringing that level of care all the way down to, yeah, you're caring for them. You're not neglecting them. But there are just sometimes when you need to, for the sake of peace and your sanity, bring it down. And there has to be a way for that. And that way is often allowing for outside support to come in before you get to that level. So Vicki, a lot to think about. I hope you can resonate with some of the uh, solutions and strategies that I've offered. But if you need more assistance or anyone out there who's like, you know what, I, I didn't realize my plan was so screwed up and maybe I do need to call in. I want to encourage you to visit the website at findingafoothold.com and on the consult page, there's an opportunity for you to sign up for a free consult with me. And what we'll do, look, it's so informal. There are some questions you can fill out that I would love for you to fill out uh, so that I can view those before I get on the call that would help me better sort of have some things going on in my mind that I can offer you as suggestions. But it also gives you the opportunity with me to see what else we can do to get to the root cause of why your plan is just not working. Is it that you just don't know what to do? You know, there's a whole world of safety equipment that makes it easier for someone to do things for themselves. And it makes it easier for the caregiver who's assisting them. Because the number one thing is safety. We don't want your loved one to be injured and we definitely don't want you injured as well. Because if when you're injured, none of this is going to work right. So not knowing what to do, not knowing what equipment that is out there, and just not knowing what support systems that are out there is a biggie for caregivers. And I want to help you with that. So when you schedule that consult, we'll get to talk about some of that and how we can work together and we can come up with a plan that will help you to improve how the care is being provided. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Finding a Foothold. And Vicki, I wish you much success and that you uh, continue to be able to care for your mom. And I want to say thank you for giving a, a parts of you to ensure that your mom is, is safely cared for. 
So thank you all listeners, and I will see you again on next week. Take care. Bye-bye.